Welcome back to College Culture and Creativity with your boy JG and KC. And we're going to open up the show how we usually open up the show with the question How you feeling? Um, lately, I've been feeling pretty good. I just kind of really what's on my mind lately is I've been doing this thing called a dopamine detox. Mm-hmm. Um, I started really kind of researching, you know, why the way I am because I noticed I'm on my phone a lot. Like it's just, it's really bad. Um, but that not just goes to my phone, like how I watch YouTube. I notice, um, I don't know if you're like me, but I naturally almost multitask everything unless it's deep work. Mm-hmm. So like I'll watch a YouTube video, but I'll still be texting on the side or like I'll naturally check my email when I know there's like nothing big there. Like I can't get my head just to like stop all in one place. Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, what a dopamine detox was, was deleting all my apps off my phone um signing out of a bunch of stuff even on my computer taking off certain bookmarks because i noticed when you have bookmarks you tend to just go to those things consistently um so that's kind of been my biggest thing i just think the best thing about it is i can now be a space where i'm kind of like this is one like i'm very more zen and always where my mind is going towards like three or four or five things and my head's all over the place so yeah. that's what i've been up to that's good that's good um for me I have been feeling like you do what feels right for you and you let life take its course, if that makes sense. And so what I, I just kind of had like a, a couple of epiphanies. I've been staying with my grandparents for the past um, few weeks and, you know, they're in great health and everything. I don't know very many 70 year olds that can still run. Like, it's funny. They walk six miles every morning and my grandmother like runs some of them. But anyways, just hearing some of the things that they say and, seeing some of the things that they do you never know like we everyone tries to plan their life but you don't really know you don't plan for those things that pop up Mm -hmm. you know um and so me staying here i've been kind of figuring like you know they're getting older so it's just kind of like do i see myself not necessarily dropping everything but converting my entire career to be um virtual and living with them like you Mm -hmm. know when they get later and i mean they are 70 but when they get like 80s 90s will i stop like because i would like to be with them but would i like i don't know i'm just thinking about that's, a lot of different things that have like that would pop up in life how do you plan that's for a, that? um not to cut you off but like that's a really kind of interesting you said that because i was it was it was on my mind too kind of lately about like what would i do when my parents or grandparents get older but like i'm still in kind of like the mid point of my career mm-hmm. um I think we would both say that really depends on the person and how your family is and how things, you know, are set up. But yeah, man, that's a tough, that's a tough topic, you know? Um, Well, I don't think it's tough. It's just. No, I wouldn't say tough. I'm just saying there's a lot of different variables and there's no one size fits all if somebody asked that question. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just how I've been feeling. It's just kind of figuring out hey, just let life do what it does and be ready for those things that come up that you didn't plan for. and 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 you know move with it flow with it don't let it disturb you don't let it mess up your plan just just be receptive of of the curves that life throws at you and uh you know flow around it you know keep going so i'm gonna point a hypothetical at you because you always do it to me Mm -hmm. let's say you're like like 27 and you're at the point where now you're like in dubai and you have a very nice career and you're making a lot of money but then, you know, your grandparents are getting on, on the older side and they're saying, you know, Jay, 
maybe if you could be around more, like what, what would be your thought process about that? Wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. You said I'm 27. I'm in Dubai. I'm in my career. I, I, I don't know why you said you're Dubai, doing, but you, you said like one time, like you want to live in like, Dubai. Oh, that's old yeah. news, man. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah. Um, but let's say, yeah, you're living in Dubai. Your career's going great. You're making it like a ton of money. You know, you're just, you're doing really good. But then your family, you know, maybe back in Georgia, health isn't as good. You might only have like a few more years. And let's say at this point too, you maybe you have a wife or a kid and you might have to shift around like their, their living styles as well. Cause maybe like your kid, he's going to a certain school and he's making his friends. Like, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not about the money. Um, but since you threw in that hypothetical in a situation, this situation, I have money. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely, Hey, I need to take a family leave and I'm, I'm dipping first, yeah. uh, first flight out from DXB to, um atlanta i'm here and um i mean i understand you know if i have kids and a family or whatever i would like for them to continue going to school um but at the same time i would like for them to see um their family members family is very important to me i don't know for me personally if, if things are looking like that i would definitely stop everything that i have um try to see if i can get somebody else to run my businesses as a temp while i'm there um or just put them on cruise control and say, hey, you know, I, I still have my phone. Call me if you need any big decisions made or anything like that. Um, but I'm coming down and I'm spending time with my family because that's that's something very valuable to me. Um, and then I don't want my kids' life to be disturbed by it. So like, you know, school and all that kind of stuff. But if I do see it being a situation where it's like, eh, our days are numbered here. Yeah, they're definitely taking the flight down to um, to see their family as well. And, you know, regardless of the situation, you miss school. I'm, I'm sorry, but families is very important to me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, come down for that, you know, settle everything, make sure everyone's OK. And then, you know, you go back to life. It sounds kind of insensitive, but life does go on. Um, nobody's eternal. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens and it's sad and it's tough, but. It's not about, it's not what happens. Everybody has issues. It's how you work around what happens that make you strong. So that's what I would do. That's a fact. Um, But I guess to kind of shift over, you know, typically on this show, we have this segment called The Chat. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have interesting interesting topics today. Um, Mainly I first want to speak about, you know, one of my favorite artists, to be honest, he was a lot better back in the day. Now he's kind of, he's, he's, he's been a little off lately in the last few years. But I want to discuss uh, the Kanye West about some of his latest tweets about um, his wife, Kim Kardashian, his daughter saying he, at the time, he wanted an abortion. And I'm just kind of wondering from you, Jalen, what are your thoughts about Kanye West and really just maybe his mental health or kind of how sometimes he has these sporadic moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pulling up this video that I want people to watch um, because by D.L. Hughley, he, I guess he has a radio show. I'm not exactly sure. I, I know this is horrible podcasting with, you know, not knowing the full research, but D.L., I watched this video um, of D.L. Hughley talking about the whole Kanye situation. And the title of this video is Kanye's uh, Maniacal, wait, how do you pronounce that? Maniacal? Yeah, I think I pronounced that right. Kanye's maniacal rants are strategic and specific. Crazy like a fox. I want you guys to watch that video because I definitely agree and my thoughts resonate mostly with what he said. Um, Kanye is known for being, um, for having mental health issues. This is an unknown. 
Um, Kanye is also known for having breakdowns. He's had breakdowns before. Um, this is another breakdown. Um, Kanye is also not known for, I mean, he's also not, uh, you know, foreign for being someone to say something out of pocket and reckless. Um, and I think some of these, these feelings are how he truly feels. We all know that he lost it after his mother, you know, passed mm-hmm. away, yeah. um, uh, which could happen to anyone. Um, but if you're a Kanye fan, you know that he posted a tweet announcing that his album was going to be released, um, on the date and everything. And then he took it down. Now, last year when he had his little mental breakdown, he did the same thing. He tweeted a tweet saying, Hey, album coming out this time. Um, he took the tweet down. The album didn't come out that time. It came like, I think within a month after that and boom. Um, I hate to say it's a publicity stunt because, you know, it's a sad one. Um, but I do think sometimes as a creative, when you are about to launch a project that you really love or, or something like that. And I would, I don't know, I guess if you have mental health issues, I don't know. I'm just Hmm. saying, I'm not really giving it a lot of attention because this is a foreign to Kanye. Kanye says things that, you know, a lot of people disagree with, but in his mind, they make sense. Um, And so I'm just going to treat him like I treat everybody else. Listen, I may not agree with what you're saying, but I respect what you're saying because it's your opinion and in your mind, this is correct. Um, So say as you please. Now, with the election part, I don't know if you want to get into politics or, or, or that. Well, I'm, not, I'm not voting for him. That's all I got to say. Like, okay, well, I know people are talking. I'm just going to briefly say this just, just for people who are interested. Mm-hmm. For the election part, um, it's kind of interesting what he's doing here because he's running for president, but he's missed the ballot. The, like, he's missed the deadline to be on the ballot for a lot of states. And I think there's like three or four states left. I saw something online. It could be fake news. I'm not exactly sure. But yesterday I read that Illinois took him off the ballot for 2,000 fake signatures. Not sure if that's true or not. Anyways, he doesn't, he's, he's not going to be on enough ballots statewide to win the presidency. But what I have seen him doing is Kanye's last um, poll ratings were 2%. Making, I think, he was at 2%. But... I somewhere in this two percent, he shifted um, Donald Trump's ratings down one percent. Small, but as we saw with last year's election, I mean, well, not the four, the last term, it can make a difference. Um, <laughs> so y'all are laughing about it, but actually, I'm, it's I'm sorry, bro. Like it's hard for me to take Kanye West running for president serious. Like you know, I'm a big Yeezy fan. But when people ask me, I'm like, this is a joke. I'm not paying attention. You can't joke around with politics. People thought that Trump running for president was a joke, and, and here we are. That's so, true. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said about the election, I'm pretty on the same wave. Like, I haven't paying attention. Maybe I should be, but I just haven't been in it. As far as the mental health stuff, I mean, I do honestly don't like when people kind of just make fun of him for what's going on. Like, he has a real problem and something that he's struggling with. Um, I think from a lot of it, it's become just a lot of different theories as far as like, is this the Kardashians? Is it about like his brand and trying to, you know, be loved by people? I think it's weird because, you know, it's funny how back in the day, like black people just love Kanye, just what he meant, what he stood for. And then now like, he's kind of like totally off a radar, like what's going on, dude. And um, just seeing, you know, at first, like he was just really big into trying to get into the fashion industry and seeing like how he kind of almost wanted, he almost wanted an acceptance from white people to say, I can be in it. 
you know, you guys don't let minorities in and, and let me take, take some ownership of this. And, um, I mean, I thought some of like his entrepreneurial things were cool and great, but I just think the way like his mind is cognizant set up, like it's all over the place. And, um, I think honestly, I just, I honestly wish the best for his, his daughters and his sons, you know, because when you have a father that's like that, so that's very sporadic and maybe, maybe say things, you know, I hope his kids are fine. But the day that they see one of his old tweets or what he said, they're like, dad, what did you mean? And he's like, well, I just wasn't in the right place. So I don't know. I just hope his kids are fine. I think people need to stop giving Kim K such, I guess, a hard time. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what you think. I don't know what you think about the whole Kardashian-Jenner family. Well, uh, okay. But, but relating it to Kanye and talking about the Kardashian-Jenner family, I think that if you like what you just said about him saying, let minorities into the field. If you look at the trends of Kanye, Kanye was very, very, very pro-black. Not saying he isn't now, but Kanye was very black. Like he, mm-hmm. he even he even spoke with the colloquialism, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you watch his Instagram and Twitter, I mean his his Twitter videos, he doesn't speak with the colloquialism anyway any anymore. I think mm-hmm. Kanye had this mindset of. I want to be great. I want to be a minority and I want to be able to do these things. And I think now maybe, and you know, just this is from the outside looking in, but I think now maybe he feels alone because it's like a get out situation. Look at who he's surrounded by. Look at the way he's talking. Look at mm. the way he's acting versus how he did before. I feel like maybe his immediate circle doesn't have anyone who, um, who um, kind of reminded him of his, his honestly his roots well hold on let me finish real quick though but like but like you said i wish they would like leave kim alone i mean it's media this is her job she's gonna get backlash but i do think it's kind of strategic how when kanye was valued he's his net worth isn't at a b but i think he's valued at a billion right now they were like oh kanye did this oh he bought a ranch um this is my internet can you still hear me yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he bought a ranch. Oh, he did this. This is so great. But then he has mental health issues. And he's like, oh, we don't know what's going on. Um, so if you're going to be with somebody, you're going to be with somebody, you know? No, that's a fact. I just, I don't know when I saw the Kardashian or Jenner clan say, we don't know what's going on with Kanye. Like, at least. Yeah, well, I read reports where of, of Chris Jenner was like, uh, we need to figure this out. And I think um, Kim took like a direct flight to one of the ranches because he was having these issues. And it was like, yeah, they, they went to his aid, but they were also like, we're not speaking on it or we're concerned. And it was just kind of like, yeah, okay. And I think Chris Jenner actually broke her silence on Twitter to talk about it. Like, like listen, uh, we don't know what's going on. But when he made his billion a couple months before, or when he was valued at a billion a couple months before, oh, we're so Revolver. grateful to have you a part of our family. Yeah. I guess looking at Kanye's inner, like his social circle outside the Kardashian-Jenner family, I do think he has friends or people around that are saying the right things, but I just don't think Kanye listens. I just think Kanye, honestly, and I don't even think it was kind of after, of course, like his mother died. Kanye has always had a big ego and big egos are great in somewhat, you know, I can definitely speak to that, but sometimes they're really bad and they can, you know, not hurt you. Um, with your businesses or just like your family or just your life in general. So I just think Kanye's ego, that's always something that's going to hurt him in my opinion, because he's not willing to listen to other people. Like I just, we haven't seen that for so long. And I think when you get to a pedestal that's so high, you have to be able to listen to at least some people like, you know, in some of his like uh, previous songs, he would say like, 
I don't listen to people that aren't as successful as me. Like, cool line, but, you know, try to stay in, I guess, in your own head a little bit and just not think you're Jesus Christ. I don't know. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah. (laughs) I'm wondering what you think, because this goes back to, because we've had multiple conversations about having an ego and narcissism, and... If I had to pick, I would definitely pick the person that maybe is a little more narcissistic or is like maybe uber confident because if they fail, they're just going to go right back at it. But there's a balance with that, you know, like you have to know like maybe what you're not good at or what you can improve at. I just think he needs more of a balance. Um, what's coming to mind is the other greats. You know, Jeff Bezos isn't known for being um, the most humble person in the world either. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you compare him to like a Warren Buffett or a Mark Zuckerberg, those are people who are like, we need to coin another term for wealthy because they're beyond that, but they're still striving for more. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos is still striving for more, but like you can kind of tell if, if we put, if we put um, Buffett and Zuckerberg here, we can put Kanye and um, Bezos here. Where Kanye and Bezos have said, I'm rich. I know I'm rich. There's not much mm-hmm. you can do to me because I'm rich. I don't know if you watched the trial that they did on, on CNN or MSNBC about mm-hmm. You can tell the different mannerisms of some of them, like dodging questions and stuff like that. Be- uh, um, Bezos um, was confident. Bezos was, was very, very confident because he mm-hmm. knows I am a giant. There's not much you can do to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a good characteristic to have, but it can also be um, detrimental for, for people who have um, emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is a new uh, term that's, that's, uh, that's in corporate America right now that a lot of people are using, where you can say one thing and I know what you really meant or how you really felt. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if my emotional con- intelligence is, is any good, I think that Bezos and Kanye both know that I'm rich. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell me anything. Um, yeah. And I think Zuckerberg, and I could be wrong, but this is just an example. Zuckerberg and, and, um, and Buffett still understand, yes, I'm untouchable, but there's still more to be done. There's still more to learn. And I think I would, that's where that, that um, arrogance has, has, you know, is becoming detrimental for Kanye. See, everything that you said was, was right. I guess for me, it's hard to put, Buffett and Zuckerberg in the same category. And maybe I'm speaking just more on the personality. Like when you hear of Buffett, it's just like, he's a pretty humble dude. He's a nice guy. He's not too, you know, outlandish. With Zuckerberg, it's like, you know, people have talked about him being socially awkward for a while and just kind of, you know, what Facebook does within politics. Like you can tell Zuck, he's trying to figure it out and he's definitely got a lot of help, you know, doing interviews. Like if you look, he's done a lot better job than where, what he was back at in 2012, you know, like there's improvement. Um, but like, I guess you can see that point, like he's trying to improve. He's had some problems. You look at Buffett. I don't think Buffett ever had that, but that's more personality wise. I guess back to like your buckets. I mean, Bezos is uber confident. Um, but I don't know. When was the last time Bezos maybe didn't made, like let's say like a dumb move like you would say i'm not saying dumb moves i'm saying personally like like the whole divorce with Mackenzie scott with her best friend that was a big yeah f you i'm rich he dated her best friend and was like here 
take, I think it was like 50 billion or something like that. It was like four, it was yeah. a crazy amount of billions. He was like, yeah, yeah, take this. I'm dating your, your best friend. Um, here's your payoff. You can have it. Like, I'm going to continue yeah. my life with this person. And like, he knows that she's with her, she's with him for his money. But the fact that he's like, yeah, here, <laughs> like, I don't know. That's yeah, just kind good, of a, good point. Yeah. That's kind of a, a, a flare of, I don't really care. I'm rich type Good situation. Point. All right, listeners, I was wrong on that. Yeah, I forgot about that, the whole divorce thing. Bezos, not not saying professionally, but personally, Bezos is a very, uh, yeah, I'm rich type type kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like he, he yeah. bought, he just bought the residence next to him. I mean, real estate investment, yeah, I guess. But the fact that it was so public and he was like, yeah, you know, because you know, Mackenzie Scott lives in the, in the same neighborhood as him. And he's like mm. buying up the lots in his neighborhood. And it's like, eventually it's just going to be you and her. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He's just, he just does a that lot of a things. Big, that that is like, a big, like, F you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's a, that's a conversation for another day because Mackenzie Scott's doing a lot of crazy things too that are like, yeah, but I'm a billionaire because of you. I took your money. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, she's doing a lot of that kind of stuff too. So, but yeah, we can, we can dissect that on another episode. Yeah. Um, but to shift a little bit to pivot, you know, since we already are kind of talking about tech and CEOs and what's going on, mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about TikTok. Um, if some of you guys have you know, you recently been hearing in the news, um, first, Donald Trump was basically saying that he was trying to either ban TikTok from the U.S. and he was giving a certain amount of days or they had to be acquired by Microsoft. But then Twitter started getting to the mix. And then it was Netflix, and it's kind of become like this overbearing thing of what, what this, what's the next thing that's going to happen with TikTok. Before you get too deep, I want to ask you a, a hypothetical question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say if you are the CEO of one of these tech moguls, would you, would, you try, would you seek to acquire TikTok? Yes. You would? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. No, I definitely, I would. And... It goes great because I've just been doing a lot of research about this. Social media, that's always going to stay the same. Like, there's always, it's going to be a big presence in our lives. As far as what each platform dominates, we don't know. But I think even look at Instagram, they tried to acquire, or Facebook tried to acquire Snapchat and they couldn't. But they still went out and tried to do it. And if there's another big platform that's taking a bunch of users from your other platform, I would still try to get it. Okay. Okay. That's a, I don't, I'm on the fence on if I would, if I would try to acquire it or not, because I mean, it's social media. Um, it's a fad. Um, but and that, these social media doubt, like the social media, the, the money it, it generates. and the Yeah. But still, I, I mean, yeah, I, I understand. I, I don't know. I'm just getting a feeling of, I guess it depends on what kind of company I'm running to. I think mm-hmm. Facebook should be the one to acquire it because they have the, the best track record when it comes to acquiring social media apps like Instagram and mm. all those other things. Yeah. What is Microsoft going to do with it? That's what I was thinking. It's so weird because when you think of Microsoft, you think of like very businessy work stuff, office. You don't think of like a streaming yeah. content stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and I could be wrong because lately I've been making business decisions based on passion and not based on uh, like the economy. And in mm. my current state of mind, I guess, which is my like relaxed, reserved, chill summer Jalen, I'd be like, yeah, uh, Facebook can do a much better job than, than, than me or Microsoft or 
or mm-hmm. some other like let Facebook do it. That's a that's that's their that's their thing. Like that's their industry. Let me let them do that, and I'm gonna do what I do. Let me make the new Xbox. Maybe we can do some kind of some kind of deal. I don't know. I just I would say you know that's theirs. I'm not gonna be greedy. I'm gonna let them have their it's, wealth. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, that definitely came from a, like a passion perspective of like trying to be morally right. Tech CEOs. I'm not saying they're ruthless, but the main goal is to make, yeah, they're going <laughs> to make goals to make revenue and profit. And when you got to, you know, appear to your shareholders or whatever, you got to do what you got to do. So, um, I don't know, personally, if Facebook acquired it, like, I think that'd be very bad press, like in America, as far as if you looked at the four biggest tech companies, which you would probably say Facebook, Amazon, Apple, what am I missing? Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Facebook just gets, I think, the most backlash out of all the four, I would say, just because of what has happened with politics and how is what Facebook is. (laughs) Politics are a trip. The government is mad because they're bending the rules of the economy. These people are making money that no one else has ever made before. And the government is mad because it's not going in their pockets. So they're trying to figure out all these new rules that we can create so that we can be involved in this, this wealth that they're acquiring. Like, 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 and we both know that Bezos is on a, like a beeline to a trillion. He's going to be the first trillionaire yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. They're mad that they weren't equipped. They weren't ready for people to be able to have this kind of business. And they weren't ready for these corporations to be smart enough to be taxed less and all this other kind of stuff. So they're, from my perspective, they're just simply getting upset because they're not in on this new age of money that is, is going around. And it's a go back and talk about this to talk which is we're talking about. I mean, we're doing a little bit of politics. I think what you were getting at is my whole thoughts on the whole TikTok thing. Mm. We shouldn't even be worried about who's acquiring TikTok. We should be talking about how childish our current president is because the whole reason we're in this predicament is because um, some, some um, TikTok famous people bought up all the tickets to his rally, making no one go to his rally. And that pissed him off. And he said, Oh, you're going to play games? Let's ban TikTok. So yeah, he's cowardice. kind of acting in a very, I don't know what kind of government that is, but he's, he's acting in a very childish. Um, yeah, I was say for childish. Lack of a better yeah. word. He's mm-hmm. being very childish. I mean, you are the leader of this nation, and I'm not going to go into that because I'm not, but you're the leader of this nation. Someone bought up all the tickets to your rally, which has been done in, in, in before in, um, in other campaigns, and you decided, oh, well, I'm going to ban your platform that's that's really that's that's the most yeah. childish so we shouldn't even be talking about who's gonna acquire tiktok we should be talking about how we need to we need to vote and get this person out of office because you're making decisions that a three-year-old or, or like a, an elementary school student would make like charlie bit me that that's really what you sound like right mm-hmm. now there's bigger fish to fry right now like there's bigger things going on right now the unemployment rates are the highest y'all have delayed the 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 second wave of stimulus checks or whatever y'all are gonna do we have the mm-hmm. huge issue with um with immigration rights and all that kind of stuff going on there's a lot of bigger issues for you to do than for you to worry about your personal matter and i think his entire term has been personal matter after personal matter after personal matter and it hasn't been um about the greater good of the nation. And now we, we don't have to talk about talk, talk politics, but I just wanted to go back to that TikTok thing and say, we shouldn't even be worried about who's acquiring it. We should, the bigger focus is, why the flip is this even a subject? <laughs> like, really? 
really. And I think I think the news is making us. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step off my soapbox and finish raining. But I think the news is making this like we're not able to think. We're not able to use our minds. We're not able to do this with him doing the whole mail-in ballots and all this kind of stuff, y'all. He's doing everything in his power to get reelected. We knew he was going to do this. We know this man. Mm. Stop trying to figure out, oh, who's going to acquire TikTok? Because you are adding to the distraction. The fact is, this man is trying to ban a platform because they bought up the, camp, the, t- the tickets to his campaign rally. That's the subject. Not the fact that, that, that oh, who's going to acquire? That's not our concern. The concern is the childishness that's going on. Stop trying to cloud from what's really going on. But, ooh, I can go on. So on. that was a word. Um, it honestly sucks because now it kind of feeds like the last question I was going to ask you. And I guess like I'm in the predicament to where like I'm not focusing, but I'm just like, hey, what, when do you, what, what, what corporation do you think is going to acquire TikTok? I'm just, if you had to make a guess. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with it. The, the only two companies that I know about that were, that were looking at it, I think Wall Street Journal yesterday told me, um, or maybe it was Friday, um, TikTok, I mean, no, Twitter was looking at it. And then before that, I read that Microsoft was looking at it. I haven't really been keeping up ne- with it. Netflix is on looking at it too now. Netflix is looking at What are they going to do with it? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't care. I mean, I don't even use TikTok. I go to YouTube and I type in funniest TikToks. So I'm not really adding to their streams anyways. So I really, mm. I really don't care. And I haven't been keeping up with it. But what I do hope is, I hope that, I really hope that Facebook steps in there and gets it. I don't, I mean, Twitter, uh, Twitter. I just wonder no matter who gets it, like, I don't think the platform is, is, I don't think if you look at TikTok, I don't think much is going to change about it depending on who gets it in my opinion. Yeah, well, nothing's going to change but ads, like the, the commercials mm. or whatever that comes in it. I, I don't want Twitter to get it, though, because Twitter is, um, is um, the president's um, vent machine. And I know mm. it's illegal for them to, like, shut down his account and, like, monetize his tweets and stuff like that because he is a user. Um, mm. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about I don't know how I feel about the fact that Twitter is his platform of preference and Twitter is just kind of like. So you're saying things is, is great. I love how when you say things, it's the same thing that I listen to. Like, so basically two days ago, I was listening to a podcast of Jack Dorsey. He was on a daily and that was one of the questions he kept getting. And he kind of like went around it and wasn't really answering the question but I have like tried to really see like what are Jack Dorsey, what is Jack Dorsey saying? What is CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg? You know, what is he saying? And it's almost to where like, it's like, man, like even myself, I don't even know how I would really go about it because some of the things he says, I think almost I want to know why he, at least he said that. So it's like, oh yeah, he's against us or he's not for this. Like, I don't know about you, but I still like want to know what our president is saying or what's in his head. But maybe that's just me. I'm not saying the stuff they're saying is right. A lot of it is just wrong and it's terrible. But there is still like, I guess, a thing where I'm okay with hearing what he has to say because at least I know what he's thinking or what he wants to do. Uh, so what are you asking? I don't know if that was really a question. Um, <laughs> You're asking like, what are my thoughts on his tweets? Not on his tweets, but when people come out saying, you know, Twitter has to, they should ban uh, Donald Trump or Facebook should get, take Donald Trump down. I'm like, I don't think it's not that simple. 
I don't know if it's because I have a business mind or not, but you have to put your, you have to put your, your feet in the shoes of the ones who run that company. Um, what am I going to do? Shut down the president's account. And it is Trump. So we're not taking it as serious as we would have in, in the previous years, mm-hmm. but we see how childish he is. Put yourself, okay, we both are the CEOs. You're the CEO, I'm the CFO of Twitter. And we sit down and we say, hey, the ruler of this nation is tweeting very outlandish things. What do we do? Someone comes in the room and says, cut his page off. The first thing I say is, nope, let's not do that. Because what what is he going to do? He's going to file a lawsuit against us. And we know he has other foreign nations on his side. I don't want to be in a battle, a legal battle, with the president of the United States who is this childish and who has connections out of the woodworks yeah. um so then what's the next option uh, monetize his stuff okay but then that's also user rights so are we going to mm. monetize everyone else's stuff but then yeah. again facebook get, is getting away with it you know they just started doing that out of nowhere monetizing what people can put on there instagram is doing it now with the sensitive content or um information may be incorrect stuff so mm. what would you do if you were in that Me? position um Honestly, I, I honest, I don't know. I don't think I. I know I wouldn't. I don't think I would just circle like, oh, I'm just gonna ban him. Um, you can't do that. You can't like, and then like we're going through all these lawsuits, and now I'm spending hundreds, probably millions, at that point of dollars on lawyers. Like, I tell you what, I would do. I would keep it going because I would let him say whatever he wants to say on my platform, because you have to be optimistic. If Trump is saying ridiculous things on Twitter, he's creating his own case. If I shut down his account, then all these things that are in his head cannot be publicized. And we don't know like what he's feeling, how he's feeling, what he's thinking. He's not creating a case for himself. So I would allow him to make his bed and lay in it. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a good analysis. I agree with that. I think those are all good points. but yeah, you know, um, that was our segment of the chat of <laughs> College Culture Creativity with your boy KC and JG.